Welcome, everybody, to our latest uh, episode of Mondays with Mark. Uh, today, I am delighted to be joined by James Onions, Country Manager of Jack Finder. James, good afternoon. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I'm all right, yeah, keeping busy. How's, uh, how's the last year and a half been for yourself? Uh, I say year and a half with everything that's gone on. Yeah, eventful. So eventful for everybody. And for me, personally, change of role. So it's not my first, uh, not my first interview with you. So we did one, I think, early on in the um, early on in the pandemic. And I was at GarageWire then and moved on since and uh, getting stuck into the role for the last couple of months at, at Jack Finder. Yes, and, and and before we we move on to that, um, uh, and the reason why you're here today to talk to me, I think that was very interesting because you and I discussed all the trends within the marketplace, particularly the the move for garages into a more digital environment. But um, uh, that probably does lead us nicely onto where you are today. So so just set us up, set the the audience up in terms of what Jack Finder is about and your role that uh, within it. Okay, Jack Finder's a Finnish company, technology company, um, involved in automotive service and repair. Um, and they've developed a, a platform called Garages Near Me that we're rolling out in the UK market. It could be termed an aggregator site, couldn't it? That seems to be the common terminology. And um, we're looking to develop a network of garages and we're looking to referring consumer work so so in some senses it's a model that's already out there with other platforms that we could name um what appealed to me about it a few things one it's a very lean business so we're not looking to layer in a lot of cost and two we're kind of terming it garage friendly but some of the things in the details of the way that we go to market i do genuinely think differentiate us and make it worth garages having a look and when you say that, just expand for us in terms of what those differentiators are, because as you said, it's on the face of it, one would be, um, uh, and this is often the case, uh, you know, that there are um, similar types of organisations, but and when I use the term similar, I actually probably mean there are countless now. Um, so obviously what, what makes garages near me different and why would a why would an independent garage particularly going into a very busy period uh sign up okay um the key thing that makes us different and and we are finding it takes some time to get this across to garages the number one thing that makes us different is we calculate accurately at a vehicle specific level the value of the job at the point the consumer books it. So there's a bit of a mouthful, but it's an important thing to get your head around. So if you visit a lot of these other sites and you may get as far as tapping your registration number in, it recognizes your vehicle. There's then various different ways the different sites out there work. But to the best of our knowledge, there are no other ones that will calculate the value of the work that you need doing as accurately as we will. So um, we're looking up data from a number of sources. Yes. Um, from registration number, we're getting the vehicle data that other people are getting, but we're also getting job times and we're linking up vehicle manufacturer part numbers and price data. So um, when we're working out the cost of a service at a point that consumers are looking at it, we're doing that to a greater degree of accuracy um, compared to other platforms that are out there. 
that, that has two key benefits, doesn't it? So one is for the consumer at the point that they're booking, they're not getting a made up price or to have to wait for a price. And at the garage end, so for, so for them, they're getting their need met. How much does it cost to service my car? I'm on garages near me. I'm getting an accurate price. What the garage then gets at the other end of it is a booking rather than some work to do. So lots of the other sites that are there are generating requirements to quote, uh, to chase up, to bid for work. Um, whereas with us, it's a it's a booking. And that's quite an important distinction. So we're bringing in work, we hope. Um, what we're not bringing is any extra work or hassle or headaches. Um, and there's a high degree of accuracy. So all of the stuff I've described there relates to the car, doesn't it? So what's the make, model, engine variant? You know, what's the labor uh, time allowance for a service and what are the parts required? We then layer onto that garage specific information and the garage can alter that themselves. So what's their hourly labor rate? How much do they want to charge for an MOT? Um, and they can even move up or down from uh, book times and uh, vehicle manufacturer parts prices. So there's garage specific stuff that that is overlaid onto the vehicle information to calculate a price. And, and from what you've said and, and into that level of detail, uh, garages near me is something that's present in other countries then. So it's not just um, a startup. In, I know it's relatively new in the UK. It's a Finnish company. And it has a presence in Finland. However, Finland is a smaller domestic market and UK is the main entry market. So, yeah, it's the, it's the prime market, although it's a Finnish business. And just tell me about that. That I mean, because this is um, very important, that the, the, the relationships. We know that uh, independent garages have been much more active on social media and, and, and we know that they, they, they are content creators almost now in their own right. But where you exist is not to take the relationship away from the customer no that's very important so what differentiates us it's back to that isn't it so the first thing the thing that appealed to me is that technology core that we're pricing the jobs and doing it properly rather than just giving the customer a made up price or giving the garage a load of work to do we're automating that pricing of the job second thing under this kind of garage friendly header our terms of business are really really good so there's none of those red flags that the carriages really should be worried about with some other platforms that are out there so we don't hide the garage's name we don't hide the garage's contact details it's a completely open comparison platform so people are looking at the garage's identity making a choice based on the garage seeing the garage at all times we then refer the work in and the garage deals direct with the customer we charge a low commission afterwards um, but as I say, it's a lean business. So we're not looking at filling up glass palaces of people and loading a lot of overheads on the job, because if we do that, we've got to recover that money out of the value of the job. So it, it's, um, it doesn't really go anywhere. If you start layering too much cost on, you've then got to recover it back. So it's a pretty lean operation. Um, and therefore, the fees that we take are the lowest in the business. And the garage always deals direct with the customer. We only take... Um, a percentage of the value of the work that's referred again so um, some of the other platforms will you know deliberately i suppose get between the garage and the customer and again you're just adding complexity to the process and time and it's just getting in everybody's way the reason they do that is to then intercept the flow of money um, to take more out of the job whereas we're the opposite we refer the job into the garage 
and we operate on trust. I know that's a very outdated concept, maybe the more fool us, but we trust the garages. So we're looking to work on a cooperation basis. Um, we'll invoice the garages after the work's been completed for 10% of the value of the job. That's it, that's where it starts and ends. So if we refer in a service, there's loads of additional work required, that's between the garage and the customer. If the garage goes on to retain that customer and do work with them in the future, brilliant. That's a, that's a benefit of joining garages near me. So um, it, it, it is a nice garage-friendly model, um, and there's nothing in there that would, would cause you to get nervous if you were running a garage. You could say, I'm busy, it may work, it may not work. You know, all of those things are valid judgments. Mm. But in terms of the terms of business, I, I think it's really reasonable. Um, yeah. I think we've had a, a very interesting two years where uh, we cannot take anything for granted anymore. And I think that if there is a, um, you know, multiple avenues of where our business can come from or where our new business can come from, I think that's not a bad thing to have a very and uh, a very diverse customer base in the process as well. And that concept you said about trust is is obviously very uh, key because you're not putting yourself in the middle of the the transaction and the opposite side as well is that if you have a customer and you look after that customer they are yours to keep so it's it's uh, i'm trying to think of the term it's the um uh decreasing isn't it you're i guess in some respects you're um uh, you're bringing the the customers to them, and actually, then in a lot of respects, you may actually have lost that customer. So it's actually you're the potential one that might be losing. I mean, I know there's you know millions and millions of customers potentially out there, but um, putting that relationship is is a quite a strong message, really, which means that you're trying to build more of a, a network that shares ideas and uh, uh, and, and and opinions rather than um, more of a sort of a transactional. Yeah, definitely. We're not starting from a position of trying to dominate the garage or push them around. So the terms of business, how much you charge for the labor, where you buy the parts from, how you fix the cars, how you run your business as a garage is up to you. Um, over time, we're going to try and work with um, the people where there's the right fit for us. And that will become clear as we put more volume through the network. But um, no, it's absolutely not about telling garages how to do business or trying to take control of the customer. Um, it's just a route to to attract some business. There is a bit of a mental block sometimes over charging commissions out of the value of the work. And obviously the garages have got set rates that allow them to pay us our fee. Our fee's 10%. I'll be honest with you, I've never completely understood that because back in the day, you know, you and I are both knocking on a bit now, Mark, maybe me more than you, but um, it used yes. to be yellow. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> You don't have to join in on that one. <laughs> it, <laughs> Speak for used, yourself. it used to be, there's not much in it. It used to be yellow pages um, and uh, you pay a lot of money to be in yellow pages and it worked quite well. So most people did it. So you'd open it up and it'd be full of garages and um, it didn't matter how many times the phone ring, you still pay your 795 for your advert according to the size of it and um, what have you. Commission model, I think is fairer. You know, we're charging no money to garages up front. There's no risk to get involved. We do all the legwork to set you up. We then spend further money to go out and try and acquire customers to refer into the garage. Um, if some work is booked and completed, we charge a small percentage of the value of that work. That's the beginning and the end of it. So the risk is 100% with us, 0% with the garage. Um, and, and the no, the no yes. list. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, go on. 
I was just say from a consumer point of view, uh, as I as I tell my eldest son, who's just learning to drive at the moment, that you know I might not always be around. Uh, so you might be in a situation, um, you know, and probably where does he wa- look? Probably wise where, at your your age, Mark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where does he go to? I know where he goes to. He goes to his smartphone, or he goes off a peer recommendation again, which is somebody that would have gone via a digital device anyway to actually find something. So um, in, in, in a lot of respects, you're talking about... No, exactly. So um, wishing the world was different and harking back to a more innocent age, yeah, fine. You know, that's an emotional thing. It's not a business strategy. So from a business point of view, we speak to garages that say, we don't need you. You know, we're booked up. 365 days a year and we're turning work away or whatever. So people have different circumstances. And if you are in that situation, brilliant and good luck to you. However, if you're looking for a stream of additional work that you can win at the price that you choose with no pressure from us, then we're a viable platform. And if we refer some work in, we'll take a modest fee. And if we don't, we take nothing. Um, But as you say, the consumers are out there, particularly younger generation, they're looking around online. I know that brings all sorts of problems for um garages and all sorts of challenges and um kind of armchair experts and people turning up and telling the garage what work needs doing and why and there's a almost immediate mistrust so i get some of the difficulties garages are facing but um yeah wishing it was different is not going to is not going to change it so i think that's a good point in in the sense that we you know, and I've seen this, and I know that garages have seen this. And and uh, I, as you know, I work with garages, and you know, and I've been on the forums, and I've seen, and, I, and I've I've seen the anguish, and I've heard the anguish in their in their face sometimes when they talk um, about that. You know, we have a customer base. We just the general motorist is happy to spend X hundred pound on his their gym membership or whatever. That's their prerogative, but not necessarily on their 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 the thing that gets them to work and back and and uh which is their motor vehicle so i think you know and i'm sure you're looking at this as well but it's a really interesting thing to help the network um with how they communicate and how they you know maintain their customers which is you're providing them with that opportunity i uh i see because you're not obviously taking anything out of the relationship going forward um you're bringing the the customer to them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's early days and I wouldn't want to appear naive or fool, but I am generally an optimist. And I do think there's something, we're not the first of the party as an aggregator. We're fashionably late, but I do think there's something different in our model. I think it's worth garages having a look at it. And I think some of the things that they don't like with other platforms are not present within our model so some of the reasons that you get nervous or you wouldn't get involved um don't worry come and have a look at it there's nothing to fear um i think you, you generally the way you do business you're either heading in a a, a a vicious cycle vicious circle or you're heading in a virtuous one and i think we can initiate that so actually operating on a trust basis and referring the work into the garages and trusting them to pay the commissions when we invoice later actually sets the tone for the way that we want to do business. So we do want to find a network of garages that are like-minded. We do want to consult our membership and we do want to represent them and try and work some affinity schemes and take them out places um, to to, to, to meet businesses and um, companies that have got databases of customers and try and see what opportunities there are to 
um, to bring work into a network of credible garages, definitely. I think the, the reputation of garages with the public can be really mixed, and that's probably a job that's really too big for you or I on a sort of Tuesday afternoon, and it'll take a long time to kind of move the needle back. But I do think it's unfair, you know. So for every customer that's been ripped off by a garage, there's probably a hundred customers that are unreasonably suspicious of things that perfectly Ooh. honest garages are telling them. So um, yes, you know, there are some horror stories out there and there are some shonky garages and there are some examples of poor workmanship, but generally the garages are pushing against continual suspicion and mistrust from customers and it's not particularly fair, but definitely it's a challenge they've got. Um, so, yeah. Uh I mean, I always, I always thought, I always will do uh, in the industry that I mean, fall down on the side of the garages uh, and wear my heart on my sleeve um, for that profession and, and, and for the business. The, today is a really interesting point because, uh, sorry, today is a, a, a good time to get you because if I'm right, you've just achieved over 100 garages join up to the network. Yes. Uh, so we're over 100. We'd like 500 by Christmas. Um you know, why, and how can why? garages do that then? If, if 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 you'd like 500 by Christmas and it's on your Christmas list, what can garages do and how can they go about signing up? Yeah, so the website is garagesnear.me and it's consumer facing. Have a look at it by all means. The top right hand side of the page, it says for garages, click on there. There's a page, there's a join button. You can do it online in five or 10 minutes. And that's what we're seeing happening. So um, we had 30 odd garages five weeks ago we're up about 120 now so we are seeing some traction in terms of people getting the concept and joining um there's no membership fee so um you know i think that's quite important i can understand why other platforms charge an annual fee uh, and, and you know in some respects there's some sense in it the key the key thing is um if I charge a fee, then I've got a commercial interest in slicing the cake, the work that I provide, as thinly as possible, because the more slices there are, the more money I make. Each garage that lists, I'm going to charge them 100 quid a year, 200 quid a year. We're not doing that. We're looking at winning work and putting it into a network that is efficient. So we don't want great patches of the country. We've got no garages because people are going to drop onto the site and think, well, there's nothing here for me. And the cost of acquiring that customer can be significant. So we need a decent spread of garages, whatever that number may be, 500, 1,000, in order to do the work effectively. But we've got no commercial interest in overloading our network with garages because we don't make money from the garages. So we don't make money from the more garages, the more income. We make money from a job. So actually to... Um, give a more meaningful volume of work to a smaller number of garages actually more in our interest and links back to your point about, um, you know, building relationships, which I know is easily said and hard to do, but building trust, building relationships. Well, that, you know, it comes down to business, you know, and the businesses we've got to farm in, we've got to bring in a meaningful volume of work to the garages and then we become worth dealing with, worth talking to, worth building into their operating processes. Uh, and then we've got the basis of a cooperation that's productive for both of us. So um, yeah, for, for us at the moment, we need national coverage. That's the target by Christmas. It's easy for the garages to join online. There's no cost, but as I say, we're not looking at, we're not looking at overload. We're not gonna be back next year saying we want 10,000 garages. There's a certain number we need okay. to get. Thank you for your for your time this afternoon. As you would have heard, fortune favours then James, the early adopters of garages near me. 
It does. And one final point on that, Mark, because you, you did my work for me in reminding me, it definitely favours the Brave because we've got further budget coming in on AdWords particularly and other digital marketing. So not only is it free to join, but between now and Christmas and at a bigger level into next year, we're going to be spending money to try and find customers, bring them onto the website, drive them into the garage. So yes, now is a good time to get involved and hopefully garages will have a look at it. But thanks for the time. Thank you very much and good afternoon. All right. Cheers, mate.